0: Hello and welcome to 10,000 Hours. I'm Grant Spanier. And I'm Vince Kochi. And you're listening to episode 32 today. Talking about spreading the wealth with a birdwatcher and an adventurer. Yes. Uh, (laughs) If
1: you're you're looking for their job titles, uh, we are talking to Zippy Etzel and Justin Demers of Storing Heart. And they are the co-founder and birdwatcher, and, uh, what is it, communicator and adventurer. Delightful
0: names, uh, (laughs) and and they're incredibly generous, and so is their company, Story and Heart. Uh, I originally met with them out in Portland, real rad dudes, and their generosity was appropriate since we were talking about spreading the wealth.
1: Yeah, spreading the wealth, a cool conversation to have with these guys because what they do at Story and Heart has so much to do... With you know distributing resources, making things available, facilitating creativity and filmmaking. Uh, but also we talked about you know, spreading the wealth for, through knowledge, sharing what you know, building a community, all those things that wrap into kind of going at it together. Absolutely.
0: And, and a theme of all of that is really to uplift, to enable, to empower exactly and a tool that enables me and empowers me is uh, something we've talked about on the on the show before that's text expander uh, which I use very very religiously for the desktop on my Mac um, and essentially that uh, you know it expands these little snippets uh, saves me time and energy and a very exciting thing you know iOS 8 recently dropped very cool uh, interface and what text expander does uh, or has done is built a custom keyboard. For iOS 8, for Text Expander Touch, which is the the iOS version of yeah. the application, and essentially what it what it does is it allows you to expand all these little shortcuts, all these little abbreviations, canned things. I hate like typing out super long things on my phone. I'll actually like occasionally I'll use um, I'll use like Evernote or even email it to myself like a longer thing that I want I need to send via phone. I'll <laughs> type it out and send it to myself. So what this does is it just saves me time, it saves me energy. It allows me to be more creative, honestly, because I spend less time thinking about this junk. So, thank you, Text Expander, for supporting the show and for making such an awesome application that I use literally every day. Uh, if you want to learn more about that and uh, try a, or get a free trial, which I strongly recommend you do, go to SmileSoftware.com/10khrs. That's SmileSoftware.com/10khrs. Uh, thanks again, guys. You rock.
1: Yes, thank you Texas Bander. Thank you Zippy and Justin from Storing Heart. and thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoy it. We're both
2: right here, but perfect.
0: We're buds. Oh. oh, the puns have begun already. <laughs> Save
1: them for the cast boys. Dude, I had a, I had a <laughs> couple of good luck like, You
0: saw buds Air Bud, right? We're uh, that's
1: true. Air The greatest dog movie of our generation. <laughs> All
0: right, Vinny, could you? Hmm, I don't know how to start us here. Could we, uh, Vince? I'm take wondering. A, take a stab at it. Uh, I'm just like curious what that uh, that you have been putting your time into. Like, what are you, what are you working on? I'm glad you asked, Grant. I was eloquent. Uh,
1: well, things are very, very busy at the old Yamamoto agency. Um, with superstar client Samsung, uh, keeping us working around the clock. It's fun stuff, and it's a great brand. But we've been like we've been burning on it for, for ah, about a month now just absolutely burning
0: man was well, printing right so obviously it's flammable question <laughs> right. does miss does does yamamoto still come down to the third floor or does he stay <laughs> no. up in his in his penthouse <laughs> office hideki
1: yamamoto i believe lives in hawaii at this point and he he has retired into the ah. lap of luxury and we we're affiliated by name but alone you carry on you carry, but on, we carry his on his legacy the <laughs> Uh, yeah, great agency, and we're handling the Samsung work very well, and I'm proud to be part of the team. Wow. But it's a, Feels it's nice. a lot of work, but yeah, that's what I've been working on. Grant, could you enlighten me as Man. to what you've been putting time into recently? Just
0: jamming. Just jamming away. Um, Actually filed... I think I might have mentioned this to you earlier, but filed uh so legally started another company. That's cool. <laughs> That's um, something everyone does every day. Yeah, well we just needed um so you know, Jake Woodbridge, friend of the show, friend of the show. Friend of ours. Oft personally. mentioned yes. uh you know, collaborator in the film stuff with me. Uh we have been working on a ton of projects lately together and we've got some really cool stuff coming out, but the problem is we we need sort of a unified banner, and we both have separate companies, separate studios. So we're sort of starting a third entity to just represent our like our our good filmmaking sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it's high quality, H I G H Q L T Y. Very cool. Work on that.
1: It's an exciting step, man.
0: Yeah, it's cool. I'm real real pumped.
1: Awesome! I can't wait to see some of the work you guys. put out. I've, I've seen the early stages of some of it, and uh-huh. it's amazing as always. The quality that you expect from you and it's Jay.
0: high. It's like. And you might say oh, that boom, you boom. might say that. Beautiful. So it's it's very very apropos, am I saying that right? Yeah. Okay. Uh that I talk about that because our guests today are very much in the filmmaking realm.
1: Yes. Filmmakers.
0: F- filmmakers, film enablers, film <laughs> empowers. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> their titles, as they've instructed us, uh the first, the first gentleman is a connector and adventurer, Mr. Zippy, and, Hello. Uh, and <laughs> hey Zippy, and uh, he's joined by Justin, uh, the co-founder and bird watcher, and and these guys are coming to us from Portland and from Story and Heart, recently launched Story and Heart. Thanks for joining us, guys. Hey fellas.
2: Thanks for having us. It's uh, awesome to be here.
1: Well, it's awesome to have you. And if I may do the honors of asking, Please. first before anything else, what have you guys been putting your time into lately?
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's it's been an awesome couple of weeks. We we launched our our uh, platform on August eleventh. Um, so after being in a beta for months and months and months, and and you know, sitting an idea for years and years and years prior to that, um, oh. it's just been an incredible couple of weeks of of kind of giving birth to a baby and, and seeing an incredible response it's a long to, labor. It, to it's a labor
0: to a
1: culmination. Yes, absolutely.
2: Yep. And, uh, at the same time, you know, if that wasn't enough, uh, to celebrate it, we're, uh, we're, we're hosting a contest, um, that, uh, is just taking a ton of time, but it's really rewarding. And it's all about mm-hmm. telling the stories so of people doing good things in the world. Um, so we're doing tutorials, teaching filmmakers how to, how to approach nonprofits and tell their stories. we're, I'm uh, making introductions to filmmakers across the world to who want to work together to, uh, with each other, with each other. Yep. Um, to doing, a all the planning for a badass Portland premiere.
1: Wow. Sounds busy. Sounds awesome.
3: Yeah. A of bit course. of both. It, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's always nice. bit, well, congrats it's always on nice.
1: launching guys and congrats on bringing a creative process long in the works to a head. We all know how good that feels. Um, Maybe before we jump into today's topic, though, you guys can give us a little context, mm-hmm. both about Storing Heart and what you guys do, and also about those not as typical as most titles that you guys
0: assumed. At least it wasn't like, like a social media ninja or something. <laughs> I would have, I would, I would have punched media. you through the computer. I would, I would have, have, have rolled dying. my eyes. But no, adventurer
1: <laughs> and birdwatcher, I'm intrigued. Can you give us a little context?
2: Yeah, um, the, the, the names, the job titles are just a fun play on the idea of Storing Heart. Um, storing Heart for us is, uh, I mean, it was founded by Stillmotion, um, which we are both a part of as well. Um, and Stillmotion is very much built on the belief of, of purpose and passion and, and dedicating your life to something you you know believe in and also have fun doing. Um, so when it came time to come up with job titles, things like you know, search engine optimizer or all those kind of stuff. You see, felt a little <laughs> creative. Yeah, some, even like. even just like creative director, felt a little devoid or, or void of what we actually are. So it was mm-hmm. it's kind of a play on the word purpose and passion. So what's your purpose at Story and Art, and what's your passion outside? Ah. Um, huh. So my purpose was, was helping Great. to bring this to life, and, and outside, I enjoy bird watching. Really excellent. Wow. And huh.
3: I I think it's interesting because you know you get to you get to kind of come up with your own what your own passion is when you when we were doing this. And I think putting that sort of ownership on people, you I mean, you really put a lot of thought into it. Like I probably went through like five different iterations of what I, this was gonna be for me. Yeah. Because it because it feels super important, right? Because that's what people <laughs> That's what people yeah, introspection, right? Yeah. Yep. And you're and so uh it, it's like, Oh my God, what am I going to use for this? Because it is going to be so sort of public or front facing when you yeah. do meet people. It's what's on your business card. Because, it's like, if it's, it's your title email. It uh, wouldn't
0: be accurate. And so it's like, so, I, I see, I see where you're going with that. It's like, it's important. Yeah, absolutely.
2: It's also disarming. Um, I mean, emails can be so cold, uh, and people just get a ton of them and they're all pretty standard and, and follow a similar format. So the mm-hmm. idea of having something that was a little bit different, but still had meaning, it wasn't just different for the sake of being different. Sure. I think, is very much to the core of, of who we are at Story and & Heart and, and what we're trying to do. And, and uh, you know, by bringing filmmakers together, by sharing experiences,
3: all that kind of stuff, um, it matters, and it's, it carries through right through our email signatures. And people take notice in that. I've had yeah. people email me back uh, after, after an email that, you know, maybe not necessarily uh, super touchy-feely, but have emailed me back and been like, you have the greatest job title ever! <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I think, true. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's sort of like a Seth Godin kind of purple Kyle mentality a little bit there. And I think, you know, as much as we, and I think this isn't uh, a philosophy you guys share just I, cause I, you know, when I was out in Portland, I got to spend a little bit of time with, with Zippy uh, just talking to him about what you guys are up to. And what I sensed was that um, you're, you're sort of the, then the class of creatives, it's like a pragmatic creativity. It's thriving within constraints. It's like, it, it's really about intentionality, and I think to to do anything worthwhile, it takes intentionality. And that's like even those quirky little things, you know. It seems sometimes like planned, like spontaneity, but it's so it so necessary. Purpose. Yeah, absolutely. totally. So that's, that's real cool. And and yeah. I think yeah, well, no, just to, to segue us, like let's just hop right into it. Like what you guys were talking about, which is you're building this platform. Um, and I think maybe explaining a little bit more about what Story and Heart is would be helpful. But you're building this platform for filmmakers. And for, for clients, really, or for people to to utilize your, your spreading knowledge, your spreading connection, and ultimately, you're spreading the wealth, which Absolutely. is today's topic.
1: Spreading the wealth, yeah. Well
2: said, Grant. Good, thanks. Good segue. Good segue. I like it. <laughs> hey, thanks.
0: I've been working on it for a couple of weeks. I, <laughs> I've been iterating that, too. I went through about five or six. I got some good feedback. And,
1: but yeah, if you yeah. guys want to kick us off talking about it, maybe in what that means to the thesis of story and heart.
2: Cool. Yeah, I mean, I think I'll I'll jump in really quick, and then you wanted to say something. But um, we fundamentally just believe in the power of story. Um, we believe that it can move mountains, that it can you know foster change and create change, and, and generally, it's you know an important part to to society as a whole. Totally. Yeah. Um. And and that's kind of who we are as people. And and that's the foundation of of what we believe in. Um, And that's kind of the, the reason for story and heart, and it's to help people tell amazing stories. And for us, we're filmmakers. and so that's multifaceted in, in one capacity. It's to help people who aren't filmmakers be able to tell an amazing story mm-hmm. um, through licensing story-driven footage. Yeah. Um, but on the filmmaker side, it's it's enabling filmmakers to go out, to learn what they want to learn, to collaborate with other filmmakers, and ultimately have a blast doing it. Um, and, uh, I mean, that's that's who we are. That's what we're about. Um, yeah, that? I
3: think uh, to, to to sort of jump off where, where Justin left off, I think that, uh, you know... For many people who are at the level of filmmaking, that that you know, um, sort of this very DIY sort of approach lately, in the last few years with the DSLR revolution, there a lot of times you are you are sort of just learning by based on tutorials or blogs or whatever, and it's very sort of yeah. isolating. Uh, and so yeah. the idea that um, you were talking about wealth earlier, how can we take the the knowledge wealth that somebody that I have and share that with somebody else, and like that somebody else has and share it with somebody else. Uh, the idea, we talk about this a lot at and Heart, that magic happens when we work together. Mm-hmm. So how can we take that magic in, in sort of every single person and share that with each other? And mm-hmm. instead of being sort of viewing each other as competition. A yeah, uh, great we,
1: perspective. A great perspective.
3: View, viewing each other as as sort of friends instead of foes. Resources. So, so quite literally,
2: we're, we're a lo- an online platform um, that licenses footage uh, from incredible filmmakers from around the world. Um, but it's also an online platform that allows filmmakers to engage with one another.
3: Mm -hmm. Um, And then
2: we take this idea of online and turn it offline so that people are building real relationships, meeting new people, going out for coffee, working on projects together um, and just
3: sharing the wealth, literally making collaborative films together.
0: Hell yeah, man.
3: Absolutely. Fist, fist pumping stuff. It
0: it really is. It's so, it's it's so important. Like you're talking about the DSLR revolution, but it's also like a creative revolution across the board with access to tools I th- I think about design stuff. Um, you know, I, I come from more, like, I guess, a writing background first, and then I got really deep into design and sort of visual stuff. Um, and then now I've kind of pulled that into film, which is kind Absolutely, of where, where yeah. I was headed the whole time. But with design, learning that was totally a matter of, like, watching tutorials, looking at work, deconstructing, reconstructing, practicing. And it can be incredibly lonely um, yeah. if you don't have a community of people. And also... It is, like, a moment, like, I I, I think of the moment when you, like, when you feel, let's say you feel isolated or lonely, and you first go to, like, let's just say a comic con. Let's say you're, like, very nerdy into that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, that moment and that experience, like it's it's a it's like a drug it's like incredible like finding your tribe and finding people who are finding into the stuff your you're tribe, into yeah, it's absolutely. Just like unbelievable so I, I think anything you're doing to create experiences like that and create communities like that is like so admirable
1: and i think it's also important to note that your viewpoint on this is not necessarily universal by any means there mm-hmm. are people out there who who aren't interested in in letting anyone who's who's got a passion for it join filmmaking right yeah it's not always an open arms scenario and grant as someone who's recently or semi recently delved into the world of filmmaking well, maybe, more seriously yeah, I mean yeah been more seriously. for a while you can uh, maybe you can relate to the fact that there are natural barriers yeah. or barriers that are created by exist pre-existing filmmakers
0: mm-hmm well and I but I think I mean and this is to throw it at you guys a little bit I don't think you're you're very open and you're very uh accepting and and sharing, but also like you're pretty curatorial like I don't know
1: if that's a word, but it it makes sense, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, you get what I'm saying I mean you're not just like it's not just like everybody bum rush the gates, it's like you guys sort of have a pretty extensive application process, and I think pretty it goes high back standards to right what you
3: were saying earlier about being intentional, yeah, yeah,
2: so I mean we're definitely curatorial, but i I think the difference is we're not curatorial for. Um, like hip sake, or yeah, for
3: are yeah. yeah. cool, right? not about it's like, cool.
2: It's right? not about yeah. exclusivity. It's, it's not that, like
0: you need really, an invite.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. There's definitely, there's, not there's not definitely a Pinterest no beta. Like invite system or you know that kind of stuff. It's it's really curatorial in a in a in a, a safety yeah. use of the word and just making that sure tried, we're, we're building fosters safety so that people who are part of it know that there are, there are no secrets and there's no egos. And um, there's no hostility. I mean, community it, it it only survives if everybody's there for the right reasons, and that that literally bleeds through everything from our application process, which isn't designed to um, you know separate good from bad. You know, filmmakers. It's really just about personality and just making sure that people who are a part of this are going to not only be able to take but also give, um, and and make sure that people are okay sharing. I mean, if you can't share. Uh, you know, your heart in an application, then how are you going to be able to share, you know, your heart in the community itself? And and that, again, as Jimmy mentioned, it's, it goes through just the intentionality
3: throughout the entire um, uh, platform itself. And I think when we, uh, at being uh, that, you know, getting to read all these applications, I am continually daily blown away at the things that people share, yeah. their stories themselves, yeah. um, and and sort of their why and their reasoning as to, why they want to be a part of this community, uh, uh, why they themselves became filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing. Uh, and I think that that just helps draw that connection a little bit more as opposed to it just being like, oh, you, you're a filmmaker. You are my competition. Uh, yeah. Kind right. of drawing the parallel right. of, of, you know, we are both in this for the same reason. Let's help each other out as opposed to sort of trying to backstab each other. It also, I mean, it's also transparency.
2: I mean, that's the other thing that we're, we believe in and that, is just the idea of transparency and, and I mean, you, you mentioned uh, there may be hostility and there are hostility, there is hostility definitely in industries, especially when you're the new kid on the block. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. this whole idea, this whole idea of like secrets and all that crap, um, trade secrets, guess, you know, yeah, insider it, information. It's all bullshit. Um, it's yeah. just what we, <laughs> what, what, we believe in. It's just like, share what, you know, um, stop making mistakes that other people have, you know, ask people totally. like, that's the, the fundamental thing that's People don't ask enough questions. Um, mm. They feel like they have to figure it out themselves. And I, don't get me wrong, I, I love trying to solve problems, but if someone's already figured out the problem and they already have the solution, why not share that? So and why not let other people know what you've learned?
1: What that, I think that's a great philosophy. What would you say to the hypothetical person that exists that says these problems, these barriers of information, this finding out for yourself is a natural means of quality-gating the industry for people who maybe aren't ready to start creating
2: i mean it's a great it's a great question um i don't it's interesting because i mean i feel like anybody is capable of creating i don't think there should be a barrier of entry of just saying like well, you're not ready for this yeah i do i absolutely do think you know taking a job before you're ready for it is dangerous um but it also
0: a... pushes you i mean exactly and I and mean, i think I... that's yeah <laughs>
2: it's like a double a short right yeah if you're not ready for it but fake it till if, you make if, it if you believe in it and, and you care about it you're gonna you're gonna be ready by the time the job hits um
0: well it's I, it, there's a weird no, balance way. though right now i mean like this is kind of what we're dancing around it's like when we're talking about access to tools and anybody can be this anybody can be that it's super accurate and i think it's really easy to get frustrated even as a young person who mm-hmm. putting in your time on a particular thing seeing people like oh god like like trying to do that thing or trying to break into that thing and, and maybe not being as intentional. But at the end of the day, like, I don't know. There's it, it, just this weird balance. It's such a gray area because I think of people who have come before and right. they're filled with knowledge. They're filled with experience and there's a ton of value in that. But I think that sometimes that becomes too much of a crutch and that gets in the way of innovation I mean, not like also not like point, old yeah. old folks, like, get out of the way. It's not like that. It's also not like young kid, like, coming in here. But it's just like, <laughs> right, right, there's right, a, right. there's just a balance. And I think that there are things to be learned from both sides.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, that's a great point. That part of the idea with the application process for us in Story & Heart itself is to kind of protect um, the flock and make sure that everybody who's yeah. there is there for the right reasons, whether you are someone who's seasoned or green. Mm-hmm. And if you're green, it's, it's very well known that you're green. Um... And it's not something that's looked down upon. and In fact, it's an opportunity for other people to help you inside the community. Uh-huh. Um, but they're, they're, in, in any community, there absolutely has to be people who are you know, the leaders and, and people who are helping build this. And then there's just the actual community members themselves. Um, and, and it, goes, it like, this idea bleeds through our actual application process. We don't actually deny filmmakers. Um, uh-huh. What we do is we have an approval and we have a student status. And we get that some people want to be a part of this and they're not quite ready for it. Uh-huh. And that's totally fine. We're going to help them get them there, as opposed to just abandoning them and and saying Same. see you later type thing. Um, and this is this is just some, something fundamental we believe in. It's just this idea of, it's sharing resources, sharing talent, sharing footage, sharing information. Um, everybody grows in that in that you know absolutely. And maybe that's
1: where the difference is. Like I don't think anyone would argue the fact that there should be checks, balances, and barriers of some of some sort. But your approach is. If those barriers exist, help the people who are interested overcome them. Don't reinforce the bulwarks and see if they can prove themselves against it, right? Yep.
2: Absolutely. Great.
0: So let me ask you this then. Um, just thinking about the tribe and the community that you guys are like very intentionally creating. I mean, you're, you're creating a culture, which I've actually heard from uh, when I just think about some companies and some agencies like that, like the best ones that I know, that's what they usually are talking about because that's like the only, it's yep. not like IP, but it's like the biggest thing that At differentiates some them. At that's the only thing that matters. Right? right. It's sort of like voice. It's sort of like style, it's sort of like, you know, 100%. that thing. But um, my question for you guys is um, what do you guys perceive as, uh, you know, you're spreading the wealth of the community. You're spreading the connections, which are obviously value adds. And then I guess like, like, what is your main proposition to filmmakers? Is it, is it like actual financial compensation? Is it the opportunity? I mean, of course, there are many things. But like, what do you guys see that as? Do you feel like you're disrupting this this industry financially? Obviously, from a there's a lot of questions in there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, would, would go. Keep going. Keep going. Keep yeah. Going. yeah, yeah. Uh, I
2: mean, I, I think fundamentally we're filmmakers. Yeah. And uh, probably ten years now, I've been I've been using a camera to tell stories um, through film. And then prior to that, I was a photographer. I studied photography at school um and for us it's filmmaking isn't easy and i and i'm sure uh-huh. you you understand that now having gone from you know picking up a camera to going more in depth into this you know in a business sense uh-huh. um it's not easy and i think like a lot of arts or, or people who are in the art world. I mean, you get into this because you love it, and then client work slowly bleeds in, and then all of a sudden you're doing stuff you don't love anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's a pretty common trend. Yeah. And whether you're a designer, a, a writer, a photographer, a filmmaker, I mean, that you have to pay the bills. And, and part of the proposition of Story and Heart is, yes, it's a community. Yes, you can grow. You can become better. Mm. You can meet people in, in your mm. local area that maybe you didn't know before. Um, but it's also a passive income stream. And by licensing your footage to other creatives, agencies, brands, clients, whomever, um, you know, you're now diversifying how you're making income, so you're not so reliant on client work, you're not just work for hire, but you're, you know, you're you're working and your footage is working long past, you know, when the project has been delivered. And and the concept of Story heart is to make the life of a filmmaker a little bit easier. Um, and part of that is through collaboration, and part of it is, quite frankly, just through an additional revenue stream.
0: Yeah totally i mean i think that's smart i mean when we were talking about you guys being pragmatic creatives being like you know working within constraints that is very much a thing and there's this there's this misconception about creativity or about making stuff that it's like all about this artistic vibe and you know you're sort there's of...
1: some level of purity that people perceive and, to the, exist. and
0: there is some the to an extent but i think it's just sometimes overblown and it seems like not always but oftentimes those attitudes are the people who struggle then to make it on their own or to do something outside of a more traditional system. Mm,
1: mm-hmm. So
0: I think, I mean, man, that's great. That's fantastic. It's it's like smart from a product standpoint. I mean, we talked about that. We talked about that on the show too. It's like yeah, time versus product versus, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's it's an interesting, like, I don't know how many, and I can speak for filmmakers, but like running a business is not easy. Mm. Um, and it's not what a lot of people love to do. I mean, they like to make um and that's why i got into filmmaking was just because i loved making films i love telling stories i um, and, and but in order to be able to do that for any length of time you have to turn it into some sort of a business
0: mm-hmm.
2: um and that 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 sketchy area of like are you selling out or are you not um which again goes back to us being filmmakers it's it's not about i mean stock footage has existed i mean it's for <laughs> right right probably, exactly. probably 10 20 years I, ha- I don't even know when it you know first became a thing um but when you mention that, I mean, people's eyes don't light up. They're not excited <laughs> at stock footage. I mean, as a filmmaker, you're not yeah. excited to go shoot stock footage. And as someone who is relying on stock footage, it's not like you're stoked. I mean, you'd rather have something yeah. custom made for you. Yeah. Um, and I think fundamentally what we're trying to do is change that perception of saying, listen, these are stories that the filmmakers actually give a shit about. They uh-huh. care about telling these stories. Right. Weren't, these weren't shot for stock. They're made available to you in a stock-like setting where you can license any particular clip you'd like um but this isn't this isn't filmmakers selling out this is actually celebrating filmmakers it's enabling filmmakers to be able to tell the stories they care about both you know through licensing the footage itself and by you know creating a, an ecosystem and, and a support system for the filmmaker um, as well
0: hey just one aside we'll show notes this too i don't know if you guys have read dave eggers as a amazing yeah. essay on selling out i really really like it awesome yeah it, I mean, basically... I've never read the it. The basic but. premise is like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, yes, like you can t- you can tell I me. Think I'm you can distill most
1: of the ideas on this show and at large <laughs> down to that one theory. <laughs>
0: I'm uh, I'm really into, into minimalism, into simplicity. We we distill it down to the kernel there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, that's that's. I mean, it's really cool. It's it's cool that you guys are taking an entrepreneurial uh bend to your craft and looking at it from a different perspective not and just I'm, your craft but not you know. so
1: sacred perspective is what i like most about it
0: but at the same time it does have like a sense of sacred about it which is like really cool it's it's such yeah. a hard balance to strike but i think they at least in the perspective they're portraying they, yeah. i think they've reached it yeah you guys i
2: mean i think for filmmakers you have to be okay making money um, like, that, or I mean, any artist, uh, yeah, right? yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's like it's like a dirty thing. Like you're like, whoa, like money. I'm an artist. I, I, yeah, I'm an artist. I didn't do this for money. I'm like, no, you have to be okay with it because you still that's have look how look you can money. keep doing what you love doing. Mm-hmm. And we're here to enable filmmakers to be able to keep doing what they love doing. I mean, that's fundamentally what we're at. So I mean, we talked at the very beginning about in- intentionality, and it's like mm-hmm. every decision that goes through, you know, a decision making process, a storytelling is like does this serve filmmakers first? Is this going to enable them to do what they love? and if it doesn't meet those criteria it's like well no that doesn't matter to us that's not our mission right now um and that's also helped us launch in the first place right because I'm, as you guys have built many businesses and 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 done many ideas it's like you know, you end up with more ideas than you can actually accomplish um yeah. it's just a matter of like filtering down to what actually ideas matters. are abundant right yeah i mean it's
0: very much yeah. a, a Behance or a 99 ideas or 99 you like you know it's all about execution ideas yeah. are easy right right um but I think I think it's a noble pursuit and I think it's important. I really, really think it's important. I think that's part of the ethos of even this show is talking about that side of things, is talking about the constraints because the thing is, there are so many like creative, prolific, talented people who suck at business and suck at negotiating and <laughs> suck at like, you know? Yeah, that's and, that's and, one and, of the
3: biggest questions we get uh, from people it, or, or people wanting advice. That's what that is. Uh, I would say that is one of the top 10 questions. Yeah. And when we talk about
2: like, sharing knowledge and resources like Story and Heart built on three pillars, I guess you would say. And one mm-hmm. of them is purely just education and it's sharing what people know. So it's sharing how, you know, still motion as, as the parent or founding company of strainheart and Heart, like how, how have, have we run a, a successful filmmaking business for 10 years? Like what, you know, from a business standpoint standpoint. Mm -hmm. and it's how of our friends, Joe Simon and Gnarly Bay and all all these people who are friends of ours, how do they run their business and sharing that information with other filmmakers so that they can learn. Like this is how 10 studios run their business. This is the day rates. This is the Mm -hmm. contracts. This is the air and emissions insurance. This is liability insurance. Like
0: all this stuff. We're
1: talking about barriers that really shouldn't be barriers. This, that sort of thing, the business aspect of it is top of the list.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, mm. And again, I think it's important to note that, you know, we're not saying that we necessarily have the answer, yeah. uh, story in heart. We're not saying, like, this right. is this is the way you should do it. We're simply saying, this is this how, is how we've done it. Do it. This, is, this is how these other filmmakers have done it. Uh, and the takeaway for you is going to be to sort of, like, uh, address your situation, you know, just based on these case studies, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we're not necessarily saying, like, this is how you should be doing it. It's about, like, presenting the knowledge that... That we can ascertain from the other people in the community.
1: An important distinction to make, absolutely.
3: Yeah. I mean, for us, this isn't about putting story in heart on it, it's
2: about filmmakers. And we're just the facilitators for bringing this together. We're just the connectors. <laughs> <All around us. laughs>
0: and, and the adventurers. And the adventures. Adventures full
2: circle. And, and the bird, bird watchers. The
0: and you're watching birds. <laughs> and you're making films about it, which is so beautiful. And then you're licensing that out. And then, but hey, I mean, the, 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 the thing I like too is not just like in helping the creative community, like, you know, but it's just like it, as an industry. You know, when, especially when we have clients and we have brands and we have whatever that we're working for, when we start to, like, compete too hard and undersell each other, it's like we really hurt everyone. I mean, I, I think that's maybe where where some of the cynicism comes in with people breaking into stuff is, is this idea that they, like, don't know what they're doing and they're ruining an industry or they're ruining a thing and oftentimes yep, yep. like there there's some merit to that you know yeah. it's not unfounded fears right yeah no
2: it, it's i mean that that's where the education comes in though so instead of just like turning our backs and hoping it doesn't happen again which is the, which is, <laughs> which the is case, a great right? move I I it's
0: a really saying. good move
1: it's it, not an it's, invalid strategy
2: <laughs> it's well. saying hey wait a minute here's here's how everybody does it that's part of this community let's let's figure this out let's let's what what why are you approaching it that way why are you mm. Um, you know, handling this situation this way and sharing that so that, again, it's that, that common denominator, that common thread that that carries all of us because we all care about filmmaking. Yeah. Like, fundamentally, everyone who's part of Story & Heart like, just gives a shit about the craft. Um, and that's, that again, that goes back to the application and just making sure that everyone's heart is aligned. But um, when, when you have people who care about the same thing, then it's a very open conversation where everybody's willing to listen.
0: Man, it's so fulfilling, too. It's like, I don't know. It just I, I just keep thinking about just, like, Finding your tribe is such a goddamn... Finding your tribe. Too bad we already named today's episode. Should we pop back? To the... <laughs> well, let's take it from the top. <laughs>
1: Once more. Vinny, what do you what segue.
0: do you put your time into?
2: <laughs> You're never going to recreate that magic. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. But
1: that's what it's about, right? That's Communities are about spreading the wealth throughout its members, right? And tribes are about spreading the wealth throughout its no members. No man left behind. That's right. Absolutely. You're only as strong as your weakest member. All of that funnels into the idea of sharing, of sharing what you know and what you have.
3: Yep. Well, and when you I think when you when you approach it from that standpoint, it it again goes back to what we're trying to do. But I think um, fundamentally, if you're only as strong as your weakest member, if you are someone who is a stronger member, you are going to do what you can to help that weaker member rise up. Right, dude, because the entire everyone's going to win
1: 100 percent. So then it becomes about perception, right? Because then it becomes about do you see these people as part of your tribe or don't you?
2: Yeah. yeah. I, again, it's like, it's like, we keep, we keep going back to this like application. Well, I definitely keep going back, but like, that was, that's the thing. Like, that's the thing that makes sure that everybody's part of the tribe. And it's like, it's going through multiple people is people reading the applications. It's, it's watching every single film that's submitted by filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's knowing that if I am part of this and, and this person has been personally accepted, you know, by story and heart, or ah. they have, you know, they're a friend of someone else's friend, like, there is a common bond there, a Mm -hmm. common trust.
0: I've I've found as I've, as I've delved into over the last few years, like the film community, even in Minneapolis, it's like, it's, it's pretty, I think it's pretty united for the most part. People are very supportive of each other. Um, but this is just reminding me of a conversation I had with a guy named Tony Franklin. Are, Are you familiar with Tony at all? There's just like I'm not. not that many. I mean, there're like a f- not that many filmmakers here. I mean, there are, but like so. So I thought maybe. But he's a really, really great director. He he does. He makes some awesome work. Um. But what what he was talking about the last time I talked to him was just like nobody like there are resources sort of you know there's like online there's blogs there's no film school there's you know you can talk to people but like something like like production it's just such a there there are commonalities but there are things that change every time and people have such different styles and directors you know run their things so differently it's like we really need to like learn from each other it's like it, this isn't like even just design which you know I can look at the principles I can look at the work I can see it all there right this right. thing is like it has so many moving parts so I yeah it's it's like
3: I mean I think there's oh, sorry two two things first of all I think that you are are uh, super correct. We were just in Minneapolis a few months ago, and the turnout that we had for a workshop that we were having there was immense. There were so many people, nice. and I would say that uh, so I, I noticed so many people who were willing to be very open and share there, yeah. and ha- t- to help each other out. Uh, so, kudos to you for living there. What <laughs> up, what up, uh, Minneapolis? It, it, and then also, I think it goes back to sort of like the um, the freelance versus a team mentality mm-hmm. when, you, when you're talking about yeah. s- people having different, different takes on how to do, you know, different directors working differently, different DPs working differently. Mm-hmm. And I know from working, you know, doing, you know, you just like grab five people who all do freelance and put them together. <laughs> uh, and the product that you get there is going to be much different than having a team who you shoot with and you work with on a constant basis and yes. you, you just sort of know each other's sort of uh, idiosyncrasies and like how you can wow. essentially work together like a well-oiled.
0: There's machine. a reason though. There's a reason you see people sticking together. There's a reason you see Wally like shooting with Nolan or all over the years, over the years, or you see like Wes p- bringing in the same cast of characters. Cause right. like this industry is not like uh not like a classic corporate structure where you have like, you know, set businesses, but essentially everyone is freelance, yeah. you know? And so it's like, I, I think it seems to me at least that when people find their tribe even within the tribe of filmmaking that's when they really start to like thrive i've seen that even in minneapolis and and i I've, I've been feeling it more with like the crews you know we've had a really consistent crews the past 3 4 or 5 months and it's just like it makes a huge it's just next level man it's next level
2: well i think when you start as a filmmaker i mean you're you're by yourself mm-hmm. and you're Especially in the DSLR revolution, like the biggest thing that people loved about, I mean, the image quality was important, but how small they were, right? Like you, yeah. All of a sudden, you didn't need you know, five yeah, people yeah. to make this. Right, happen. right. Um, but at the same time, it's like, you're, once you're once you start realizing well, wait a minute, you actually do need five people in fact you actually need like 20 people
0: yeah um
2: and and those people all give a shit the same way you do and and they care about the project or they care about the story and, and they own that thing that they love doing whether it's lighting or grip or yeah. it's or, amazing uh, audio. audio even just like Boom. running tables like yeah audio like i mean <laughs> you find people who care about that the same way that you care about whether you're you know the dp or director or whatever you're doing um it's it's magic it and I think seriously that's, is that is the thing that you realize when you get in. Like filmmaking is not a solo business. There's just you cannot do it by yourself. You need a team.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, well whether, that
2: is, whether that is a team of people that you've, you know, amassed through through freelance relationships or just relationships, mm-hmm. or it's a
3: physical team. But like you can't you can't do this by yourself, um, or at least well, do it really well. When was the last time you went and saw a movie and it said <laughs> written, directed, edited? by... Other <laughs> well, writer. it didn't because they
0: they put in aliases. Pictures, they just used, they used a bunch of fake names. It. it was. All... <laughs>
2: you see on vimeo and youtube that are compelling stories it's like very rarely you'll see you yeah. very rarely you'll see one person you're gonna see a list of credits you know 10 yeah. 15 people all the way down to a colorist
1: yeah man well i mean when we talk about sharing the wealth it's also sharing the load right one person alone can't create as well as five people moving in the same direction
2: yep exactly i mean and that's fundamentally what's at the core of this is just making those connections a little bit easier um but yeah i mean that's a, a great point
1: Speaking of great points, <laughs> let's let's put an end to all that right now. <laughs> and I think it's the goodest time as any to jump off the topic to this week's off so topic. We're standing
0: on the topic, and we're just gonna and we're gonna
1: leap from it from it off fit
0: or we're gonna leap from the topic to the off topic. we're gonna spread our wings topic,
1: and we're gonna talk about,
0: but not like an Icarus style. Like we're ambitious, but we're not too ambitious.
1: I actually want to talk about hobbies. today on today's off topic topic and i want to do this because a certain guest of ours today has we're not going
0: to name names
1: but if you want to reference earlier in the episode we do name a name it wasn't zippy (laughs) it was a fan of bird watching is that true
2: uh, it's
3: absolutely. It is that true? true. <laughs> do I have story to shoot? Can you confirm or deny?
0: Is it a euphemism? I spent
3: three days in a van with this guy in the middle of a bird refuge sounds like a euphemism. <laughs>
1: oh my do, god! Do it
3: like literally, like eight hours a day in the van, just sitting there. Like so shooting, one of my shooting birds with shooting birds with the camera with the camera. Oh, oh right. Right. Okay. of course, of course, filming birds.
1: One of my all-time favorite things to learn about a person is their weirder, stranger, odd, or unique hobbies. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think it says more about them than almost any other personality trait so could you could you tell us a little bit about bird watching for the uninitiated
2: so i mean it's, it's <laughs> <laughs>
0: please go it, on
2: i i have no idea how i fell into it okay um or why it started the first i don't
0: it's, um, it's probably a childhood I'm, I'm thing just right
2: fascinated by the diversity of birds in any specific region um but this it's funny but it's it's true that there's a freaking huge community of bird watchers. Anywhere you go to watch birds, there are birds. There are other people there watching birds who are 100% open to telling you what you're hearing, what you're seeing, what you've missed, where it is. Um, and That's fundamentally, uh, like I just love going to the most random places on earth, like this place where I spent Klamath Falls. Klamath Falls, and, and oh my god, guys, are... please,
0: please allow me. I'm sorry, but like this is too too bizarre for me to not mention. I've spent an extended period of time in Klamath Falls. Actually, just after my last Portland visit, uh, I took the train down to San Francisco, the Coast Starlight. Oh yeah. And there were forest fires in Northern California and Southern Oregon, and yeah. we were stuck in Klamath Falls, sweet sweet Klamath Falls for A like beautiful
1: little corner of the country.
0: Uh, How s- many bald eagles s- did you see? Sweaty little time, though. Uh, that's the thing. Uh, it was <laughs> like it was like 10 p.m. till or no, it was like maybe like 8 p.m. until like 4 a.m. that we were there. So I didn't I didn't catch any. Sort of dark. <laughs> and
1: eagles were asleep
0: but dude it was that was an amazing thing i mean just a quick aside i mean actually that that's actually a hobby of mine is traveling alone it's like incredibly inspiring it's like and in that particular case we ended up there were there was a fire going across the tracks and so we were stopped and we were delayed ended up like being 13 hours behind by the end of it but for like four or five hours in the like early morning hours we were uh going at five miles per hour a lot of hours in that last like uh five miles an hour through like still burning forest with firefighters running around and you can't see the sky because it's ash it was like incredible it was like apocalyptic i've, I've never seen anything like honestly <laughs> hey, man, it was amazing
3: yeah did you shoot this <laughs> no
0: man here's the thing i couldn't i didn't have i had only had an iphone with me the whole time <sighs> because though i had so much podcast equipment That's seriously true. man yeah. I got some good photos though.
2: That's cool, that's
0: cool. Awesome. But I mean,
2: I think the idea of traveling by yourself, it gives you time to think and, and look within and all that kind of stuff. And that's, I mean, bird watching is a slow hobby. Nothing really changes. It's true. Um, <laughs> and What's... I think life, life is just too quick. People are too connected. People are yeah. you know, on to the next thing too quickly. And I think for me, it's like it's a place to just ground myself and realize that. That's just know. the truth, man.
1: Uh, so, do you have a favorite bird watching experience? Or a bird? Uh, oh yeah, our favorite bird, the
0: elusive. That's
2: true. Uh we were I mean, I'm I'm originally from uh from just the side of Toronto, Canada. I um, I my detected wife is from uh, Ottawa. Accident. And we were visiting her parents farm in Ottawa one winter. And uh we took a random detour, um thinking that, you know, there was a spot where owls, uh great horn a pair of great horned owls were were known to roost in the winter. Um so we thought, you know, we'd check it out. It was pretty late. Um and we got there, and sure enough, they were there, and, and uh, people had just started to leave, you know, because it was getting dark, and, you know, you can't really take photos or video in the dark um, of owls, and uh, so we just said, you know, screw it, we'll just, you know, sit on the log and and, uh, and wait and see what happens, and literally, as, as soon as everybody left, the owls just started hunting. Um, oh, wow. And it was, like, right over top of us. It was still a little bit light up, because the sun had just gone down, so we could still, like, make out silhouettes, mm. and they were just, like, hunting as a pair over top of us, like, flying right over us um and uh just chatting with one another and, and as they catch a little mouse or a bull you know they go up and they eat it and then they come back and go fly again and it was it was pretty freaking surreal to see two owls hunt literally above you and they fly over and you wouldn't hear a single thing they're just so silent wow um,
0: wow that's, that's awesome what is it what's the book i'm thinking of? is it hatchet or something uh, there's just something i feel like they're owls and or maybe it's just birds of prey maybe it's hatchet
1: i don't know what you're referencing no
0: hatchet you guys familiar i,
1: I, I no i'm idea. not
0: that's it <sighs> All right, Well, it's a young adult book. It's I, I thought it was required reading. I didn't, <laughs> but you know what? That that uh even just hearing Sibley's you Sibley's
2: is required reading. Anywhere what? you go, you need to have a Sibley's. Um, you know, is that book a bird that, guide? Yeah, that's it. So. Well,
0: <laughs> I don't. I respect it, but you, but what you were uh, when you were telling me when you were telling that story, it reminded me of a uh, uh, Ira Glass quote I saw yesterday, which was like, "Great stories happen to people who tell or who can tell them," something like that. Yep. And it really, I was just like, oh. Yeah. Somehow I was
1: enthralled about hearing about two owls flying around. Yeah, it's fascinating. Because <laughs> that's what the great thing about hobby is though, because on its face it seems like completely either mundane or weird to the to the non haver of the hobby. But to hear someone impassionedly talking about this, you know what it that, makes me passionate. That's about what it, it
0: is. I was just thinking, it's like and you know, that's almost a through line for all of this all of this stuff. You're you're I mean, not to get it too deep into the topic, but what you guys are making is really it's like a passionate group of people yeah. and passion carries people so so far it's like you want to tell good stories because you're like really passionate about it. you're into it
1: you're just exactly. into it man yep and i think for a lot of hobbies it's the, the same the thing the community is the best part about the hobby
0: that's amazing yeah,
3: totally getting to interact
0: vinny with i want to hear about sure. some of your weird sure. hobbies let's <laughs> vinny come on man if you want to hey, talk about you, hobbies where you
3: adventured before zippy i be, oh not weird <laughs> that wasn't all right where have I adventured? Oh, where haven't I adventured?
0: <laughs> Come
1: uh, on, man, no Zippy, you're better than What's that line. What's <laughs> the forms this sort of
2: title?
3: Uh, adventuring? Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I really love. Uh, I am not real good at sitting still. Uh, I am not really good around. at uh, staying yeah. in one place Sorry. for uh, for too long. Um, I just really love. I just love experiencing things and going places and traveling. Um, I will literally take a free, free like bus ticket or plane ticket, pretty anywhere? much anywhere. We should yeah, just send it one. Yeah, we're we'll gonna s- send you a ticket
0: and a GoPro, and see, then we're gonna make I a, got a got film. Fucking
3: nowhere. Yeah, that sounds like I know. For some people, we'll see. So I come from a really small town where, um you know, like I don't think a lot of people leave, and so. Uh, I grew, I grew up with, with the mentality of kind of being like, oh man, like the idea of England was like another planet. Um, yeah. And so then, you know, as you get older, you realize, oh my gosh, um, that's not the case. And then so once you go experience these things, I think once you go on a few trips, you kind of realize like everything is only a flight away or a, or a train right away or, you know, car right away, whatever.
0: I want to get that uh, on a t-shirt. And so
3: it just kind of opens up a whole new, I think, um, outlook on life. Uh, there's nothing more freeing, I think, than having a passport and a map Hell yeah. in front of you. Um, With the comfort
0: zone, man? It so I just,
3: I literally, um, you know, one of my favorite things about working at Story and Heart is like getting to go meet the people in our community and uh-huh. like see them face to face, where they are, and uh, like hear like their stories. And that's just really inspiring to me. Um, and I think that uh, that's just throughout my life, that's just like how it is. I just really love people's stories and like getting to to like experience other places and other parts of the world that's
0: kind of the allure of filmmaking i think to me especially too is like something that gets me out like being on set is such a high and being with people you care about like making stuff you care about and it's such that team sport that i I love as well um and
3: it can take you to so many amazing places like a lot of the you know part of the adventures that i've experienced in life have been through 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 your job shoots to these amazing places and meeting these amazing people um and then you know like we have the stories that we've captured on film, but like, I also have like the stories of the interactions with yeah. these people that are just kind of mine. Um, that, you know, just that I here, really man. hold quite dear.
0: Hell yeah. Vinny, come on. You got to tell us about your hobbies. Yeah. I mean, you brought so, this subject up. Yeah, I, really I know. Long. I know
3: it's my own fault.
1: Um,
0: fault. I don't know
1: no, no, not at all. I have a, I think m- most of my close friends and even some of my less close acquaintances know this about me.
0: I uh, didn't know for a long time though. Right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I am a collector and player of a trading card game, uh, <laughs> often often seen as, like, you know, kid stuff for good reason. Uh, <laughs> there's an extremely active community. Um, I play in semi competitive events. If you guys have ever heard of Magic the Gathering.
3: Oh, I'm familiar.
1: <laughs> great, great, yeah. So if we're talking about weird hobbies, this is one that I really like for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, I have my own reasons for being part of the hobby, but... Uh, talk about not always the best press not only it's it's seen as kind of like at first it's a kid's thing on the on the second level it's definitely like a power nerd thing Mm -hmm. and while i'm not shy about that distinction personally it has a lot of maybe baggage associated with it right
0: um and probably it probably carries over even from like dungeons and dragons or something there's like all say, those things a like level
1: four dungeon master <laughs> <laughs> no i've never played dungeons and dragons in my oh. life i don't really do any of the other role-playing stuff but i love magic the gathering dearly but the i think the biggest problem about having this as as a hobby is unlike bird watching which people might still like Maybe smirk oh, at her, raise an I, eyebrow at yeah,
2: I I'm the youngest. It's romantic, I mean, every time I show up, <laughs> but it's I'm romantic. It's and like it's
1: easy to <laughs> understand. People yeah. like understand right away, like on its face, the appeals of birdwatching and kind of what it
0: is. The irony, though, is I feel like there are actually much more. I mean, not only mainstream appeal. Like I think if you had to make some people like choose one for the rest of their life, they would eventually. <laughs> not not hating on birdwatching. No, I just no, mean absolutely. like. I just, I feel like, I mean, it's just like video games, like video games are the same thing. Yeah. In fact, I would, I would, I would argue that magic is like a much more communal, much more social thing. It's almost a less,
1: the physical, the physical part of like collecting the actual cards and the interacting with someone across the table from you is like, it's something I really like on a week in week out basis. Oh. Um, But it is definitely tough to like. Explain to someone for the first time that yeah, what am I doing on a Friday night? Oh, I'm going to a competitive
0: card magic tournament. Isn't, it, <laughs> tournament. Isn't
3: it interesting how you know, like you just said, like the the Magic the Gathering, the whole the whole community of like and you know the sort of shared um, interest of sitting across and playing this game with someone. But then something like video games, which now has become such a, a communal thing where you can play with people across yeah, the world, absolutely. you're all in with them at the same time. But that is considered like a legitimized, like cool thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's true. But really, it's, it's, it's essentially like the same nerdier. Or it's like, you know, thing. it's <laughs> like you're sitting alone
0: in your basement, like on a headset, whereas like yeah, people yeah. are getting... Well, cool yeah, than, like, but location is, is no barrier for communication anymore, man. Right. Yeah, to an extent. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, there there are like chemical reactions that happen when you're with people that oh, yeah, that are hard. I think that just don't quite replicate yet, but we're getting there.
1: How about you, Grant? Do you have a a maybe stranger, hmm. less commonplace hobby you'd like to share with the group?
0: Mm, I'm trying to think, man. I'm pretty open book on this. Um, I occasionally write. I write a fair amount of poetry.
1: I would say that counts. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I actually got a gift from my from my lady friend who is a functioning typewriter, so I've been doing some on there. Oh man. Fun. That analog writing. Dude. Yeah. Well it's yeah. I mean I still I write it and then I type it. Oh
1: all
0: because right. it's impossible. like it's so hard. I mean it's impossible to type yeah. Exactly. It's ridiculous, <laughs> it's man. Like, it's there's just a reason, not a good use of your time.
3: Computers were invented. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't really I mean podcast uh podcasting, yeah. What do we,
1: yeah,
0: what else do I, what, what else do, I do, Vince?
1: You're also, he's also a condiment fetishist, so. Ah. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, I do, I do like condiments. We were really
3: just talking about it. sauce. Yeah, I really love Should sauce. Ketchup or barbecue sauce? Mm. Bar- so These are not the only two. Yeah, cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if I had to choose eat.
0: barbecue sauce. Barbecue,
3: yeah, barbecue. Of course. I mean, With
0: but the, hot sauce is definitely like my hot jam. Hot sauce, ooh. Sweet. Oh, now. Have you Have
3: you been to, speaking of hot sauces and hotness, have you been, in your travels to Portland, have you been to Fire on the Mountain?
0: yes i did actually i stopped there uh, Grant, 17 different sauces oh my goodness it was fantastic i met up Saw with seven. i actually met up with gosh i i can't even reference his name but he's a filmmaking dude out there i, I, I bet it's not that huge of a community I, I forget his name but um yeah some minnesota folks it seems like wherever i go they you all run like, minnesota well they congregate i mean like in new york last time i was in new york like we were at a vikings bar which was great <laughs> crazy <laughs> And, you know, I was in Portland, I met up with some Minnesota friends, and it's like a great segue, or like a great uh, way to like get to know Portlanders too, like through their friend groups and through, you know, super fun. I but think, yeah, we, we went there, it was a great. a lot of
2: people, are, like I know a couple of people here from Minnesota as well. Yeah. Like I, I wonder if it's actually a spot, like there's the road, a large arty, right? uh,
3: Midwestern yeah. presence in the city. Yeah. So We're
1: people. drawn to the chillness of Portland, I believe.
3: That would super make Super
1: chill. Yeah. And and all the sauce and the sauce and and the beautiful sauces. I don't think it's pull over, pull over Kansas City, <laughs> move aside New Orleans, <laughs> Portland, the sauce mecca of the United States. Well, I, don't I know, think man. yeah. And to segue really naturally this time, we all. Well, agree... if you're gonna
0: announce it's a natural segue, I feel <laughs> then like that is really natural? Yeah, yeah. You should just say it,
3: man. One of is the great questions. Good recipes to share. <laughs>
1: um, but when we talk about hobbies <laughs> and we talk about. One of the best parts about them, it's community, right? Yeah, and it's share, it's sh- a shared interest, it's shared something, yeah. and it's a shared experience, and it's a shared worldview that have brought you guys all together in this hobby.
0: It, swinging, actually, that was what I was going to say. Is uh, Yeah, yeah. So it's sharing, sharing each other even. orgies, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> and and what is sharing creativity love, really. but an orgy of ideas? I think we can all agree on that.
0: Filmmaking is the biggest orgy. <laughs> it really is
1: filmmaking is really just there's some
0: really specific like moves going on (laughs) you know it's like that gaffer where where are you putting that c-stand fella
2: (laughs) get
1: it we we want to jump back into the topic quick okay uh we always like to wrap the show with two questions that we post to our guests and those questions are how can our listeners support you and if you wanted our listeners to take one thing away from your time on the show what would that be
2: those are two oh, great man. questions. Uh, Thank, uh, wow. The
0: support being, Thank you. I think the, you know, we don't get if, enough credit for those. Are,
2: <laughs> oh, you, am I good? Yeah, yes. Yeah, sorry, so man. <laughs> um, so I, I mentioned at the top of the show uh, a contest that we're uh, oh, yeah. hosting right now. It's called Storytelling Parade. Um, we have. <sighs> A week left of education to go. Um, and then it's a four-week contest where people go out and tell the story of an individual or, or an organization doing good for the world. We have over 800 filmmakers, wow. uh, six continents, 54 countries, 450 cities um, already signed up. And we're hoping to get as many eyeballs uh, as possible on, on these stories, on people doing good for the world to hopefully inspire other people to do good as well. Um Storytelling Parade. The biggest thing they can do to help right now is share storytellingparade.com. Check it out if you're a creative and you just want to see incredible stories. Mm -hmm. It's going to be an awesome resource. We're going to host all the films when it's done. Um, In person, right? Anybody that has a great story, a nonprofit, or just someone doing good in their local community, email us, uh, friends at storyandheart.com, and we're happy to post it to our filmmakers if if, uh, they're looking for a story. Um, But that would be the biggest thing. And uh, the takeaway is uh,
3: share what you know. That's the the one thing I would hope people take away from this. Get involved in your, just uh, don't be afraid. Get involved in your local community. Like, if uh, in whatever year it is, filmmaking, whatever creative uh, sort of world you live in. uh, Be involved in it. Be an active participant. Yep. Yeah. And share what you
1: know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, I think it's like, and it, it just to jump back even to, or to tie back to what you guys were talking about before. I think it's it's sharing what you know, but it's also kind of the posture you guys have to the craft and to the other people, which is vulnerability as well. So, you know, actually the three elements I see you guys really, really embodying is there's the, there's striving to know, there's putting in the time and the effort and the energy to know because you care. And so there's, there's that. And then there's this, uh... This sharing, like share the wealth, share the knowledge. Once share, you acquire it, yep, don't
1: yep. hold on to it.
0: But continue to educate, continue to look for it, continue to, to try and hone it. And then the last one is just like, like be vulnerable and share what you don't know. You know, what I mean, say when you don't know something, yeah. and, and then and uh-huh. kind of bet, that's where the community ties in. That's where do I dare you get synergy. Yes. Oh,
3: boy. Boom that, boom I mean, boom. And that is the next
0: level, right? Sharing what you know and then sharing what you don't know to make
1: yourself available to be shared with.
3: Yeah, and I think that's incredibly um that that is definitely something that we, you know, we don't know everything. We certainly don't know everything. Who among uh, us? Does? And But I think that you a lot of times people will will who sort of idolize, you know, oh, these people know exactly everything that's going on. And I mean I think it goes back to not having any ego. Uh, we just want to yeah. be like, you know, we don't know everything. Uh, but what we do know, we're definitely willing to share. Um, and, and, you know, we go into this learning stuff all the time from people in the community as well, uh, yeah. which I think ties back to the whole reason that we're trying to create this.
0: That's why we're here. It's, it's in a, not in a hippie sense, but really, you know, spreading the wealth, spreading the love. It's like, so, even from a strategic standpoint, from a life standpoint, from a happiness standpoint, it just, like, makes a lot of sense. That it does. Like, why not?
2: And, and hopefully for filmmakers, it makes dollars. That's right. <laughs>
1: dollars. Oh, <ahead> six.
0: Cha-ching, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> what? what a rap.
2: <laughs> what an
1: all-time great rap. Um, well, guys, I got to say thank you so much for your time on the show today. I think we had a, I had a lot of fun.
0: I'm, I'm wondering if we do, like, a special edition for these guys, Instead of shipping it, maybe we maybe it's a wrap. Maybe we get them, can we get a like that's a wrap? Or actually we, we no, got let's, a, we got gonna ship. ship it. We let's get, get ship, ship it. it. Yeah, we're not gonna pander to these punks. <laughs> these punks coming onto our show and <laughs> trying to like force show. their will. Right. You know what? We're not spreading any wealth with you punks. Actually though, I didn't if mean you that. Could, I'm so sorry. If,
1: put a put a great bow on a great episode. If you guys could give us a ship it and then we'll we'll
0: send it sailing. Send it sailing. I like that. That's nice. That, ship
2: it! There it
0: is. That was aggressive. Whoa, I loved it. I liked yeah. It.